0: If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson. Have you ever felt like someone wasn't giving you their full attention while you were talking to them? Because they were also taking a peek at their phone, or maybe pretty well absorbed in their phone? Well, it's known as fubbing, snubbing someone by splitting your attention between them and your phone. So snubbing them with your phone, aka fubbing. It's a bit of a paradox because the person who's fubbing is actually trying to stay connected to someone else who isn't present with you at the expense of you and the conversation you are having with them. This week on the podcast, I'm diving into fubbing and sharing the research on how fubbing is hurting your relationships at work and at home and what you can do about it. I've already covered what fubbing is, but I want you to be watching in your life for how pervasive this is. Watch not only other people in your orbit, but you have to watch yourself because most of us do this, some of us a little, and some of us a lot. So we really do have to keep ourselves in check first. And as some of the research shows, which I'll be talking about later, it's contagious. So if we're fubbing somebody, they're more likely to fub us back. But if we refrain from fubbing, they're more likely to refrain from fubbing too. Now, fubbing might be a real sign that you are actually addicted to your phone. And that's a real thing. In fact, phone addiction is really, really interesting because our phones beep and buzz at us. The stimulus that gets us to pay attention to them happens at really irregular intervals. And we don't know what's on the other side of that ding or beep or buzz, if it's something really exciting and juicy, and, you know, it's a text from our lover, or if it's, uh, you know, "Mm, sheets are on sale at Target. So when the, when the phone beeps and buzzes, it really captures our attention and it is so hard to disconnect from it. In fact, next week on the podcast, I'm going to be giving some very specific strategies about how to unhook from phone addiction and be more present in your life. So if any of this sounds like you, you're definitely going to want to make sure to catch next week's episode as well. Now, fubbing in general is found to threaten four of our fundamental human needs. Belongingness, we all need to feel like we belong. And when somebody is fubbing us, instead of paying attention to us, we don't feel like we belong. Another fundamental need is self-esteem. You see, we don't feel important when the person who is with us is looking at their phone instead of actually listening to us. And if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know that Human brains cannot multitask. We can only single task. And so, if you're trying to do two primary tasks, like listen to the person who's in the room with you and pay attention to your phone or text somebody back or whatever it is you're doing on your phone, then you are trying to do two primary tasks at once and that just doesn't work. So, the person's self esteem is going to be impacted if you are fubbing them in a conversation. The other two are meaningful existence. We don't feel like we have as meaningful of an existence when somebody is fubbing us. And the other one is control. We don't feel like we have control in the situation. So people who are being fubbed feel excluded and ostracized. And it comes at the expense of those four fundamental needs, belongingness, self-esteem, meaningful existence, and control. Now, let's look at fubbing in a variety of different contexts. So fubbing at work leads to decreased engagement, lower trust, and less psychological safety. Now, in one study, and this has been studied for over a decade, the studies on this um, go back to at least 2012. And in one study that was titled, and I love the title here, quote, the title is this, quote, put down your phone and listen to me, how boss fubbing undermines the psychological conditions necessary for employee engagement. This study was conducted by two professors at Baylor University, James Roberts and Meredith David, and they report that as a result of what they call boss fubbing, employees expressed less trust in their manager. And that research on trust has been replicated in other studies. Um, one study reported that 76% of people who acknowledge being fubbed by their manager have less trust in their manager. 76% of people don't trust their manager as much when their manager is fubbing them. Another 75% had an overall sense of less psychological safety in the workplace. So again, they just didn't feel like they could be fully themselves in the workplace. And then overall, uh, both Uh, The Baylor study that I just mentioned, as well as other studies, report that there's decrease in employee engagement when people report being fubbed at work. So there's so many reasons why to not fub. Now, I also want to note that most of these studies have been done with the one single screen, one phone screen. But when you think about all the screens we have in front of us in the workplace, there are so many other avenues through which fubbing can happen. So you could be in a meeting and maybe it's not your phone that you're fubbing somebody with, but it's a second screen, a second monitor. Maybe you're also doing email while trying to be in that meeting or something else, any, anything else. you could be online shopping while you're in a meeting. Any different type of behavior could result in fubbing somebody at work. So again, it goes far beyond just the second screen being the cell phone. We've got all these other devices that are vying for our attention. And again, what's on the other side of that device when it bings or deep beeps or buzzes or whatever it does is so unpredictable. And that's why we are so addicted to them. Now, there is also research that if you're using your phone during meal times, it has an impact on your satisfaction level with the meal. Elizabeth Dunn and Ryan Dwyer, who are two researchers from the University of British Columbia in Canada, published a study earlier this year in which they found that phone use during mealtime caused people to feel more distracted and less socially engaged during the meal. That led to a drop in their enjoyment and their satisfaction. Those same researchers found phone use to be contagious. Remember, I said I was going to come back to this idea about contagion with phone use. And here's a quote from directly from the research. People are more likely to use their phones when others around them are also using their phones. So that suggests there may be some sort of domino effect. By putting your phone away, you might be creating a positive domino effect. That's what Elizabeth Dunn, the lead author of the research, says. So there are some things that we can do to curb this, and we'll be talking about those when we get to some of the solutions. Now, there's also some fascinating research on fubbing in marriage. Yes, in our personal relationships. And, you know, when you think about how frequently this happens and how I mean, it's inadvertent. It is not somebody's intent to say like either to their boss or to their coworker or to their direct report, if they are the boss, or certainly not to their spouse or their children. Like, hey, I'm going to snub you right now. That is not anybody's intent. But again, it is the addictive nature of the devices that cause us to do this. So again, let's go back to that um, fubbing in marriage research. And I think that this research doesn't, you don't have to be married. You could be partnered or dating, or this also, I think, applies to anybody in your family, whether that is your children, your spouse, or even good friends. But it show, the research on Fubbing in marriage shows that the more spouses Fub each other, the less likely they are to have high marital satisfaction. Now, there's not necessarily one causing the other here. There is a correlation between these two numbers. That is the amount that somebody feels fubbed in the relationship and the satisfaction they have in the relationship. So it could be that there was a decrease in satisfaction in the relationship first that resulted in uh, that insensitive behavior of fubbing. Or it could be that the fubbing comes first and that results in the lower marital satisfaction. So I'm not saying cause and effect here. I am just noting that the research says that there is a correlation. All right, fubbing can also hurt your reputation. If we haven't given you enough reasons already, let's look at the reputation research. Researchers have found that people who are on their devices during conversations are perceived as less polite and less attentive than people who are in conversation and truly in the conversation, not on their devices. And the people who are in conversation with people who are also on their devices in those conversations find the whole interaction less satisfying. People who are on their devices while in conversation with others are also perceived as not good conversationalists. Now, who wants to be thought of as a poor conversationalist? And most of us, I I would like to think, think that we're all pretty entertaining to talk to. But if you are on your phone while in conversation with somebody else, they are perceiving you as not as good of a conversationalist, not attentive, not as polite. Now, they might even be perceiving you as downright rude. It really depends upon how much you're on your device and whether it's coming across as uh, merely annoying or outright rude. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. By now... Hopefully, I've got your attention and you are seeing that fubbing is an issue. Fubbing is a problem to be reckoned with. So, let's talk about how to stop fubbing. So, I'm going to suggest you put some ground rules for yourself around your phone use. So, we can start with in the workplace when you are talking to somebody else at work. Be present with them. And I don't care if that's in a meeting with a bunch of other people or if that's in a one-on-one conversation with your boss or with your direct report or with a colleague. Be 100% present. And some strategies for that would be to put your phone on do not disturb when you're in conversation with people. It's easy to do. It's also easy to forget to take it out of Do Not Disturb. In fact, I often leave my phone in Do Not Disturb for most of my workday. It actually helps me get a lot done. And if you've been around the podcast for any length of time, you've probably heard that as one of my strategies. But do that in your meetings. Do that in your one-on-one conversations with people. Really, really strive to be present. And don't look at your phone. A second thing that you can do is to create ground rules for your conversations with other people so that it's not just you, but you say during meetings, um, hey, let's have a ground rule that we're not going to be on second screens, multiple screens, other devices, or our phones. And the research shows this, and you maybe have heard me say this before as well, but the research shows we can get the work of the meeting done in 30% less time if people are single-tasking during the meeting and not distracted by multiple screens or their phones. So put it to the test in your meetings and make it a ground rule. You know, think of it as a grand experiment. Now, during meals, this one can get a little tricky because if you're in a meal with somebody else who's using their phone, again, as the research suggests, it's rather contagious. You're gonna wanna pull out your phone too. So you might wanna make it, especially in your immediate family, a ground rule of having no phones at the dinner table. That's what my family does. And we've been doing this really ever since cell phones came to be. No phones at the table. Now, I would also recommend that you do this when you're dining alone. That's right, when you're dining alone. And this can be tricky because you might feel bored or distracted or, you know, something that draws you to your phone at mealtime. If you instead are present with your meal, you're going to have much more satisfaction out of that food, out of that flavor and the experience of dining, whether you are making lunch or breakfast in your kitchen at home, or whether you are dining out, whether it's because you enjoy dining out, or if you're on business travel, if you're dining alone, really, really try to focus on the meal. And that means not like reading a book or watching television either it's not just your cell phone but really focus on the meal and savor the experience and create it as an experience again the research is going sh- the research shows that you are going to enjoy that meal so much more all right there's one more angle we need to cover on this what if you are the person being fubbed and you're annoyed or irritated or you find it completely rude that this other person is fubbing you Well, I want you to, first of all, be compassionate with them. They are being governed by their impulses. It is a habitual behavior. Remember, they are trying to stay connected to somebody else or not miss out on something else. So to a certain extent, it is not personal in intent, although the impact that it has on you certainly does feel very, very personal. So I want to encourage you first to be compassionate with them and then to share this research with them. Maybe share this episode of the podcast with them or something to hold the conversation with them to say, hey, this is a thing and I see it impacting our relationship. Or I see, you know, you could even own doing it yourself. Hey, I see myself doing this and I'm trying really hard to not do it. I would appreciate if you would try really hard to not do it, at least when you're in conversation with me. Take it on as an experiment. And again, I think if you can put a little bit of like levity and fun in it, instead of having it feel punitive and angry and frustrating and that the person is intentionally being rude to you, then it can be easier to enter into that conversation. And if you need to review my tips on holding difficult conversations, we'll link those up for you in the show notes so that you can go listen to that episode about holding the difficult conversation before you have it, if you feel like it's going to be uh, challenging to have that conversation. But I want to encourage you to not have it in a, like, I def- we need to have a talk kind of way. Have it in a, like, hey, I just heard this research. I catch myself doing this sometimes. I've seen you do it, too. Hey, let's let's be in this together and let's play a little game where we try really hard to at least not fub each other, okay? So take it on like that, or just simply put the rule in place, whether it's around the dinner dinner table or in conversation with that other person. All right, because the more we can really be present with one another, the better off we're all going to be. I mean, we are so disconnected in this world, especially because we are on our phones so much, we forget to be connected with the people who are in person with us. So that is what I really want you to take from today's podcast episode, to just be present with people when you're with them. Put your phones away. Stop fubbing. Stop fubbing at work. Stop fubbing at mealtimes. Stop fubbing in your personal relationships. Now remember, the future of work is not only about technology, it's also about the values we uphold, the communities we build, and the sustainable growth that we strive for. We need to keep exploring, keep innovating, and keep envisioning the remarkable possibilities that lie ahead for us. As always, stay curious, stay informed, and stay ahead of the curve. Tune in next week for another insightful exploration of the trends shaping our professional world. And in fact, we're going to dive deeper into this topic of being addicted to our devices and come up with some great strategies for unhooking from them and having a little bit more balance in our world. So until then, be well, my friends. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.